the darkness you shine And out of the ashes we rise There's no one like you None like you Cause our God is greater Our God is stronger God you are higher than any other our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. Cause our God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand He's higher. He's higher. 
Hey everybody, we love you, we appreciate you. Hey, we create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. Thank you guys for joining us. Hey, y'all can see we got the family here today. I got my girl sitting here. I can't really see her face because when she's looking that way, her hair is in the way. Uh -huh. So when I'm looking at you, I'm looking through your hair. Basically, You're very beautiful though, baby. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, that's all you have to say? Happy birthday. Why? I'm talking about this one here. I have... My birthday was four days before hers. Okay, guys, so here it is. There's always the wife-daughter issue. I'm My glad we're talking about this subject today. Family interruptions. That was a family interruption. I'm trying to honor my baby. Uh, uh, 23 years of our anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy and anniversary your too. birthday. Yes. Yes. Did you enjoy your birthday? Yes. You have fun? Yes. <laughs> I definitely And to my, my daughter, Jaira, happy birthday. Her birthday is four days before her mom's. So we have anniversary and two birthdays. She's not really happy, but the little daughter is going to make sure that she's okay. But the ultimate anniversary in October is much more uh, heftier than ours. Yeah, so you know, the founding mother, founding father of the Rock mm -hmm. Church, celebrating their anniversary. Is it 54 it's years? 54. <laughs> what, what? Or is it 53 years? All I know, y'all know, know me, I'm not going to It's over right. 53 years, that's 53. all you know. It's over 51, that's all I got to say. Um, it's older than me. Um, so, Rock Church, we want to congratulate our founding father and mother. Marriage is so important in our church, family is so important. And uh, let's give a virtual hand clap to um, our founding mom and dad. Happy anniversary, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And uh, Josh, how you doing today, man? I'm fine. He has a high collar on today, so that means he's not itchy. Well, you never know, he might, he might itch him. <laughs> I know you're not talking. <laughs> Jaira. How's the little daughter doing? Oh, hers, hers good. Hers moving a lot today. <laughs> yeah, we've got a new addition. Wait, you didn't ask how I was doing. Oh, how are because we doing? Because we don't care. <laughs> because now with this situation, Chloe matters. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's inside of me. But that don't mean nothing. <laughs> I'm going to ask myself how I'm doing. Ask how yourself. How are you doing, Jara? <laughs> Jara, how are you doing today? Well, I'm good. And Chloe's also good too. Well, yeah, so guys, we've got a we've got an addition to the family. We're calling her the little daughter. 
Yes, no granddad, no grandma. I'm calling her the little daughter. That's going to be her name. Little daughter, Bella. Hey, guys, we're so excited about this moment. Um, as we're here today, we're just going to be talking about family interruptions today. Uh, I want to read this scripture here today over in Luke 8, and then we'll jump right in. It says, and Jesus returned, the people welcomed him, for they had all been waiting for him. Luke 8, verse 40. And there came a man, Jairus, and he was an official of the synagogue, and he fell at the feet of Jesus and began to implore him to come to his house. For he had only a daughter about 12 years old, and she was dying. But as he went, the crowds were pressing against him. The story of Jairus, Jesus, the crowd, and his dying daughter. I want to just simply for the next few minutes begin to talk about family interruptions. We've been having these family matters conversations with the first family and uh, really felt really important today to kind of just talk about some interruptions that can come in between your family. Things, whether they're natural, spiritual, financial, mental, emotionally, we all experience uh, some type of family interruption in our families. And one of the interruptions that we experienced, um, it was the moment, uh, November 2015, where my baby called me. I was uh, on the way back home when I was in Nashville, Tennessee, driving, and I had my earpiece in the ear, and my ear and the phone rang, and she said, baby, um, it's positive. Uh, I have breast cancer, and I'm driving that van uh, with my full gospel team, and uh, Bishop Maya White is sitting next to me, um, and uh, she said, Graves, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm doing good, but I wasn't. Um, because I felt like at that moment it was an interruption. Uh, we had just started our church, doing real good, jumped into that Now Faith series, trying to grab on to the, to the coattail of my pastor, Bishop Walker. And I'm like, man, we great to do this faith, family, finance, and fitness. Had these big old banners made, Now Faith Is. And the interruption comes to say, um, what about it? I got cancer. And it starts from there. Um, and I don't want to say that it was a God interruption. Um, I believe it was just one of those life interruptions that came to just pause the whole family. When we think about the story of Jairus and his daughter, Jesus is coming, the crowds are so excited that he's there, and um, everybody's just coming to see Jesus. Jairus gets there, and he falls at Jesus' feet, and he says to him, um, can you get to my house? My daughter is sick. Uh, she's not only sick, but she's dying. Um, and Jesus agrees, and they're walking, but in the midst of Jesus walking, his progress is impeded because the crowds are pressing against him. They're causing his forward progression to get to Jairus' house to be slow, to be interrupted. Have you ever been in a moment, guys, in your life um, where you are really wanting God to do something for you, 
and it just seems like it's taking him so long because there's so many interruptions. Now I got bills to pay, my car note is due, medical bills are due, tuition is due, my daycare is due, uh, all of those things are due, and it just seems like out of nowhere, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, cancer hits the life of my honey. And we really put ourselves in a place where we had to deal with it. And I wanna say this today, sometimes you just have to deal with the hand that you are given. I know my faith believers out there, they're gonna say, no, it just ain't real. Cancer was real, it was a reality. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna erase that um, because sometimes your faith, in, and then sometimes we say faith cancels out a lot of things. No, it doesn't because um, there was nothing that we could do to cancel out breast cancer in her life. There was nothing that I could do to take the pain away. There was nothing that I could do to stop the process. Um, she had breast cancer, an interruption faith, family, finance, fitness. And so when we think about those things, uh, I really want to settle in, in a couple areas here in, in just talking about this. Um, how do we handle those interruptions? We think about it, um, an interruption out of nowhere. Um, how do we handle it? For a moment, I kind of lost focus because I kind of felt like, you know, what are we going to do? You know, how are we gonna make it through this family interruptions? Um, let's kind of talk through that. Um, Jaira, have you, have you experienced some, some places in your life where you felt like, you know, in, in that moment where you were asking God to do something, felt like things just kept being interrupted with your prayer? You ever been in that spot before? Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Um. I've been there several times, so I can't give you an exact mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. But um, I do know that from experience, it's not what's the word? It's not worth trying to stop praying. It's not worth trying to give up because no matter how long you pray, how many times you pray, He hears you. He's answering your prayers. It just might not be at that very moment mm -hmm. so it's not worth just saying okay well it's been it's been a year and I haven't seen anything so just forget it it's not worth doing that just wait so you can't lose focus on the fact that Jesus is on his way mm -hmm. I believe what Jaira is saying to us today in the middle of a family interruption um, you can't lose focus that Jesus is on the way you just gotta deal with that next point. He's in the middle of a crowd. He can't get to you right now. My daughter's dying, my, 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 my baby's hurting, and she's gotta go through this process. I mean, praying and, you know, some people will say, you know, you can fast it away and, well, it didn't work. The fasting, it, it, it stayed there. She still had to have the surgery, still had to go through the chemo still had to go through the healing process of the process of it and sometimes interruptions can strengthen your faith in such a way where it feels like it's just going to take you out i could imagine how jairus felt jaira that he was praying that he would get a chance to see jesus he finally gets to see jesus and then the crowds slow jesus down from getting to his daughter who's dying 
I mean, she's not having a stomach ache. She's not, you know, have strep throat. And I mean, she's dying. If we really want to talk about it, COVID-19, it was a natural economic family disruption where people were not able to get to the hospital and see their loved ones pass away. Um, you got to do social distancing at funerals. And, and in the beginning, back up in March, um, you couldn't even probably get to the funeral home. You couldn't get to the hospital, but they were praying, praying a family interruption. Um, when we think about that, honey, um, not being consumed with everything that's around you um, that causes us to begin to feel that God has forgotten about us. How, how are you able to just deal with that uh, interruption? And I kind of know where my wife's going to come from. Um, if I know her, she's probably going to flip this narrative. Um, but how can you explain that um, to a person where life is good, but breast cancer comes along and kind of interrupts the journey? I would, I, I, I'm actually going to go from what Jaira said. She said, don't give up. And not only is she saying don't give up, but if we take a look at this story here, um, yeah, Jairus wanted Jesus to come for his daughter, but let's not forget one of the main interruptions was the young lady that was hemorrhaging for 12 years. We have her hemorrhaging for 12 years and she sees Jesus and she does by any means necessary on her knees and all pushing through the crowd to get to Jesus. So I agree, you don't give up. No matter what's ailing you, no matter what's going on, you don't give up. It is a must that we continue in this lifestyle that we've been given. It's a must that we continue and continue with our heart uh, fastened after Christ, fastened after who we know God to be, who we claim God to be, who we read that God is, who we, t who, you know, who, who we hear the pastor saying that he is. We must understand who Jesus is and we must understand that we are a people that strive after the very heart, the very being of Christ. And this young lady in the story, she did what she had to do to get to Jesus. She didn't give up. In the meantime, now, Jairus did not get upset and pout and go stomping away, nor have a fit, nor fuss, nor scream, nor holler. So let's play devil's advocate here. Because y'all know I like to do that in the text. Um, and, 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 and I'm doing this with my girl because somebody's saying, well, what do I do? I was there first. My daughter's dying. The woman with the issue of blood is still living. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, that's going to kind of be part two of, of this conversation. Um, glad my girl went into it. But here it is. Jairus was just standing around. Like, what, what is there to do? You know? Uh, uh, or, I, or was Jairus standing around because he believed that he still had a chance, Jesus still had time to get to his daughter. He didn't know that his daughter had died until they came and told him. So Jairus, the story doesn't say that he pissed a fit, excuse me for saying that word, but the story doesn't say that he had a fit. The story doesn't say that he pouted. The story doesn't say that he fussed. The story says that it, it doesn't even say any of that. He was still there, yet there, once Jesus finished with yeah. the woman with the issue of blood. 
So as she, as Jaira said, we don't give up. So how do we talk to that person? How do we talk to that person? That's not where we are as a family. That, that's not, you know, connected to the virtues of, of pushing through. Everything in life is going well, but this situation, the COVID, unemployment, virtual homeschool, daycare, um, uh, 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 bills are just going, I mean, just, I mean, it's like everything is just amounting to just stress. And I'm calling on Jesus and it seems like everybody around me is getting what they need and I'm still sitting here. Jaira says, don't focus on not praying, focus on praying. Don't run from prayer. Mahoney's saying the same thing, but at the same time, allow what's happening in the crowd to cause you to keep your eyes on what you have requested from God, that he's going to heal my body. I remember my wife saying to us, we will not call it cancer, we will call it carcinoma. So we had to change the language that was in the crowd. All of the crowds are saying breast cancer. And she's saying, no, 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 no. Even though I know I'm gonna to have to wait through this process, we're going to call it by what it is. It's the seed of carcinoma. That's what it was called. And so for that season, we had to rest with that, but there was an interruption. And when we think about that interruption, you've got to remember that Jesus is always on time. Always on time. I, I can, I can kind of relate to this moment. I, I, I know it with Josh real quick. Um, the first time she fell out, my God, the fight on a Saturday night, man sitting in the living room, my children were in the kitchen and all we heard was a scream saying, what in the world is going on? I mean, you, you, you gotta be kidding me. The, the interruptions just kept coming, but we had to remain focused that God had given us a promise and that she had given us a promise that she would win in this situation, that she would not die, but she would live. Somebody's going to say, but pastor, I, I lost my grandmama, I lost my auntie, I, I lost my uncle, I lost a brother, I lost a sister um, in this COVID-19 situation and, and it seemed like it interrupted. No, we didn't lose my wife's life, but we lost some things in the middle of the battle. We lost valuable time. We, we lost days where we were just tired we were hurting we were we were watching her go through and so in that moment you got to remember that Jesus is always on time when you think about it maybe I want you to encourage somebody this is breast cancer awareness month um, and I just want to give a couple shout outs man Amy we love you we appreciate you Hallie we love you we appreciate you Brian and Hallie man to my daughter Tori we love you, man. We appreciate you. Ronald Rucker, we see you, man. All of those that have just had a bout with just any type of cancer, but just breast cancer, I want to focus in on that. Um, our spiritual daughter, Tori. My mom. Pat Broom. 
I'm talking about strong women. And guess what? They all called you and said, what did you do? Speak to them. Well, no matter what we're facing in life, we have to, I would suggest that we tap into our, we talked about it before, our foundation. You need to make sure that your foundation is strong. And if you allow your foundation to be Jesus Christ, you have a sure foundation. No matter what life brings you, no matter the circumstances, no matter uh, the mountains, no matter the hurdles, with Christ, all things are possible. That's what the scriptures tells us. The scripture tells us that we can do all things. That means we can do everything through Christ because he continues to strengthen us. How does he strengthen us? Well, he, the scripture also tells us that it's, it's his joy that continues to give us strength. So no matter what you're going through, no matter the ailment that you have, find a way to have and allow the joy of the Lord to strengthen you. No matter what your eyes may see, you know, we say that so frequently, no matter what my eyes may see, no matter what my ears may hear, all is well. Well, then let it be well with you. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy when you're stricken with pain. It's not easy when you're tired of taking pills. It's not easy when you're tired of, of giving yourself shots. It's not easy when you're tired of going to the doctor. It's not easy being in the hospital all along. This whole 2020 has not been easy. 2020 has been a blessing for some. It's been less of a blessing for others. But one thing remains, we are yet here. And, and one thing remains that God is still God. His promises are yes and amen. God is God. And if you and if we, if we all begin to tap into and understand who God really is in our lives, and, and the way you do that is you have to open up the Bible and you have to allow the scriptures to become one with you to become flesh your flesh you have to actually eat the word of God and allow that word to be the nourishment for your life if you cannot do that then that is a way and sometimes how you can look at someone and then the other person can be saying oh, yeah 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 I believe I believe and maybe the next person might not believe because we have to understand we have to eat the word we have to live daily on the word we have to we have to consume the word we have to allow yes. the word to be the lamp to yes. our feet like yes. the bible says that yes. it is and, and and the light to our path yes. we have to be able to take the word in and allow the word to actually lead and guide us allow the word to be our map allow the word of god that's what it's here for yes. to mend us to heal us to to prune us that's what it's here for yeah. and so this, that is a way. So I know this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but there are, there, there's, there are other ailments and other things, and you've even mentioned COVID that has hit some families as, as strong as it has. Hold on and don't let go. I know, I know, I know. But if you take your situation and consider Jesus, dying on the cross. Consider Jesus being crucified. 
When you think this is not fair, why is this happening to me? Can you consider Jesus? Hmm. What part of Jesus' crucifixion was fair to him? My God. Can we consider Jesus, instead of us always considering ourselves, can we consider Jesus? Jesus died on the cross for us. So when we're saying, woe is me, and, and why me, and, and why, and, and I understand because we've had some sad things. Like my dad passing was sad, and I still to this day get emotional when someone dies. It always takes me right back to my dad. So I'm not telling you that this stuff doesn't hurt. I'm not telling you that pain isn't real. But what I am telling you is can we consider Jesus? Consider what God, what Jesus went through. Can we consider God? He gave his only begotten son and had to watch his son die on the cross for our sins. Yeah. Had to watch his son be accused for telling the truth. Have to watch his son be accused because he was being honest and truthful and doing exactly what he was called to do. Can we consider Jesus? No, COVID and this pandemic isn't fair. No, what we've been through isn't fair. But we are supposed to be Christ in the earth. How is it that we expect Jesus to go through, but we want power. We want miracles, signs, and wonders. But when pain, when tribulation comes, we retreat to woe is me. I'm just saying consider Jesus. I'm just saying consider that someone else is going through more than you. I'm just saying that is it possible that what you're going through is your testimony to pull somebody else out? Because the Bible tells us that we overcome by the word of our testimony. So while you're sitting there, they're, they're, they're complaining or feeling sorry or actually in pain. Can we consider Jesus? And I say that because when I was going through breast cancer, Tamara Frazier had been dealing with MS for years. For years she has dealt with MS. But in the midst of her dealing with her situation that did not seem to be on the outward getting better, she was ministering to me. My God, yes, yes, every day. She could barely control the activities of her limbs. And I'm dealing with an ailment that they tell me, you can possibly overcome this. You can possibly not overcome it. Sign this paperwork because to say we told you you could die. My God. But here she comes and she's like, believe God. Believe God. Have faith in God. Wait on it. Don't worry about what it seems like. And I said, God, if tomorrow Frazier could minister the word of God to me in her ailment. 
not able to control her limbs when she wants to control them. Having to wait and, 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 and get assistance. If tomorrow can minister to me, how dare I sit and complain and say, woe is me. How dare I? So I'm asking you and I'm telling you and I, I'm just pleading with you and bringing before you. Can you consider the next person? Can you consider that maybe you are supposed to be allowing your testimony to pull someone else out that don't think they can come out of this? Maybe the Bible is true and your testimony is supposed to allow someone else to overcome. Maybe. Maybe this lifestyle that a lot of us have been playing with for so long, uh, maybe we are understanding that this is actually our real situation. My God. A real situation, this is real here. We overcome by the word of our testimony. Take yourself out of the situation. And if you can't, consider Jesus. Consider Jesus. Don't give up. Stay in his word. His word will give you the strength that you need. Allow your real situation, your hurt, your pain, allow it to heal someone else. We look at Jesus' life and we allow his testimony to heal us. Yes. Now you be Jesus, you be Christ in the earth for someone else. You be Jesus, you be Christ in the earth for someone else. somebody to understand you're in a Jairus moment you've been praying been fasting giving serving and it seems like the interruptions just won't leave I heard my wife talk about it and you're having a Jairus moment you're on the journey of experiencing pain you're on the path 
where Jesus is walking with you, but you're in the middle of process of Jesus healing your body. Come on now. <laughs> Jairus is there and he's serving, he's watching, and I can believe probably in the back of his mind, is he going to get there in time? I, I want to be honest with you, uh, I, and I told my girl this on the other day that 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 my faith didn't cancel my fear. Come on, I want to be honest with you. I, I know that, that the Bible says that he didn't give us the spirit of fear. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it took faith to settle my fear because I still had fear. I had the fear that my girl was not going to make it. I had the fear that I was going to have to father my two children because um, I watched her. And there were days where I would walk up the stairs very quietly and I couldn't see her breathing from up under the cover because she was resting so well that I had to go over and just look at her and I would see her breathe real soft. I, I'm talking about it. I, I'm that reality guy that's not going to spiritualize it so much that, that makes you seem like that a headache is not a headache. It's a headache because it's hurting. It's painful. The, the, the path of pain and process, it's real. But can I tell you, that name heals all. That name delivers all. It works. Come on now. I want you to just say it. Come on, just say it works. I want you to lift your hands and just begin to bless God. As you lift your hands, it's our desire to create relevant moments where broken and hurting families are able to be restored back to their rightful place. We're able to create a relevant moment in the presence of God where broken and hurting families that are experiencing family interruptions, divorce, abuse, come on now, a child leaving home, the loss of a mother or father, the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, the, the, the loss of relationship where family just falls apart and everything just is, it's just jacked up. It's our desire at the Rock Church that we, that God will give us the creative ability to create relevant moments in the presence of God where families are restored back to their rightful place in God. Not only are we able to restore families, but we're able to disciple them. Come on now, disciple them that they may live, grow, and prosper in the things of God. In the middle of a family interruption, I want you to just simply say, God is with me. Jesus is in the midst of a crowd, but he's not forgotten about me. I want you to stay focused on that one prayer that God says that you shall live and not die. That God says that I'm going to be there. I'll never forsake you nor leave you. I want you to remember this. The Rock Church is a place where families live, grow and prosper. We love you. I want you to take some time and give today. I want you to take some time and, and look at that text to give. You want to give through text, you can see the information. You don't really feel comfortable and you want to give online, you can see rockliferc.org there. Um, and you just, you just, you, 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 it's, it's so easy. Just take a few minutes and sow a seed. I want you to just do this today. I rarely do this. I rarely do this. I'm led by God, not begging, not desperate. I want you to sow a $50 seed today. A $50 seed today for your family. I want you to sow that seed and believe 
that God is going to lead the entire family through the interruption and that God's going to make it to your house. It might be dead when you get there, but he's going to raise it up to live again. That's what we do. My girl, my, my girl said she was just sleeping. She was just sleeping. Come on now. It's just sleeping. It's just resting. We love you. Thank you, Jira. Thank you, honey. Thank you, Josh. Josh, I'm ready to do this right now. It's probably going to be caught off guard. I love you guys. Come on, Josh. Sing us out, man. Just sing that. That name. Come on, son. <laughs> we love you. Come on, let's worship with Josh as we leave out today. I'll lead him in. That name was all. That name delivers all. He works. Come on, son, say it. He works. Come on, minister to the people. That name. Yeah.
works. Yes, Lord. He works. He works. Yes, Lord. Yes, it does. He works. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He works. Yes, it does. He works. Yes, Lord. Stand and proclaim 